Hey, welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're doing it once again for y'all. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Cryptid Crossroad 505 Studios. That's right. Um, today's topic, you got it. Sasquatch. Yep. We've been on a, well, we, we had a, a layoff, a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, we both, I had some health issues and he got sick and just bad timing. So we're catching up on the squatch. We're trying to anyway. <laughs> so uh, I was talking to my brother Vince. So we were talking about a couple of tongue-tied episodes of Small Town Monsters. Well, it seems that I stumbled across a spinoff from the Small Town Monsters, and it's a series called The Ridge. And, of course, they do nothing but talk about Sasquatch and right. well, and the theories out there. Right, but they throw in some other cryptids as well. Yeah, they do. They do. It's, it's all part of the theories. I right. Um, now, The Ridge is in Pennsylvania? Is that yes, right? yes. Yeah, it's in Pennsylvania. And I think most of these are, are going to be based in Pennsylvania because that's why they call it The Ridge, the, the Rocky Mountain, the Mountain Ridges. And, right. And... Uh, they were talking about some pretty interesting theories, you know. Um, I'm going to start off by saying one of the commentators on this documentary, uh, he was talking about he believes that Sasquatch can morph into uh, different creatures, sort of kind of like shapeshift, I guess. Uh, right. He was thinking that they could turn into panthers, owls, uh, and, you know, a few other things, and... You know, I'm not going to say it's not possible, but that one, it made me think a little bit because uh, I think he's the only one that's ever said that. Right, right. Now, uh, he said there has been some Black Panther sightings right. up there, and I do believe that because Black Panthers are native to Central and South America in the jungles, right, right. and uh, they have been seen moving up north. I actually saw uh, something on, I, I don't know if it's Animal Planet or Travel Channel, how they're starting to migrate up north. And uh, there's been sightings here in New Mexico, Colorado. So right. I, I, I don't put that past him about the Black Panther sightings. Right. But uh, as far as morphing, um, you know, I'm still really on the fence about that. I, I, I can't say that these eyewitnesses are, are liars. No. Because I no. wasn't there. But this is one of those things I'd have to see for myself. Right. Uh, you're right. I'd have to see that for myself because uh, that was a hard pill for me to swallow. Right. He said in one instance, they even seen some tracks, I believe, in the snow that were, he said they, they were Black Panther tracks. You could even see where the tail was dragging and they just slowly turned into what he called Sasquatch tracks. Right. Bipedal tracks. Yeah, bipedal. And uh, that that was just, uh, I, was, uh, I was out there. That's what, when I heard him say that, I just had to think for a minute and say, Hmm. You know, like my brother said, I'm not calling him a liar, but hmm, that's the first time I've heard that. Right. Uh, we're not calling him a liar, but we did see footage with his pants on fire. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, but uh, an another interesting point, uh, not about a, a witness or anything, but uh, some new technology in the field did you hear when he said that they could now cast prints in the snow? Yes. That Dr. Maldrum and somebody else, and he said the government right. came up with a spray. You spray in the snow to cast tracks. Right. The government. What Now, why would the government be interested in that? That's, that's what I'm talking about. And we, we know that the government knows about these creatures. They're just, they just want to play the that game. Right. Just like the UFO thing. They <clears throat> say one thing, then they cover it back up. 
Yeah, the UFO thing, that's that's kind of hard, though, because, and just like the squatches, because so many witnesses, not everyone could be telling tall tales. Right, right. Yeah. Well, what about when they brought up uh, the white squatches? Okay, that was one of the first thing they brought up, and that was interesting because I've heard stories about sightings of a white squatch, and right. uh, one of their theories was it's a seasonal coat, like a dog will shed, yeah. Or like a baby deer for camouflage. I, and I guess that's possible. But to me, if you, to me, it's all pigmentation. Right. I, I think. I think if you see a white squatch, it's going to be white year round. Right. I, I believe that too. And <coughs> like we've seen uh, footage of Sasquatch in the snow, and they're still dark. I, I think uh, a white one, like you said, is going to be white all the time. That's just. Like people, sometimes they're albinos or blonde or, and right. we, we've heard of different shades of, you know, not all black and brown. Right. No, we have. Uh, but I, I do believe that that's not a seasonal coat. I, I believe that it's pigmentation. That's all it comes down right. to. Right. I agree with you. And that happens throughout nature with humans, animals, you know, the baby white buffalo. And right. You, you know what I, I liked? Uh, one of the, the the investigators he was telling a witness's story when he they saw it on the side of the road and they said it was gliding. Right. And he says, "That's just what they told me. If they said it's flying, I'm gonna say it was flying because I'm just <laughs> reporting what they told me." Right. And I mean that that's what you have to do. You can't you can't interject into their sighting and their experience because it it's theirs. Right. You know they they know what they saw. You know if. They say it was gliding, it was gliding. Now, is it an illusion? Who knows? You know, many things, the lighting, the area, who who knows? But right. that's that's like if I had a sighting and I said it was skipping, you know? Right. And uh, we have heard stories about them gliding because of the way they walk with their knees bent. Right. But uh, I, I've also seen footage that I think is credible footage where they, they kind of have a bounce to them, like yeah. on the Paul Freeman video. Right. Yeah, no, no I, be, I believe that too. Uh, I mean, it's, it could be just like us. So maybe the one bouncing, maybe there was something wrong with his knees. I don't know. Who it, knows? Who you know? knows? But, you know, on the gliding theory, uh, I've heard that before. I, I have heard that one before. The, the creatures look like they just glide, like, like they're not even walking. They're just, just floating across the air is what some people have said. So when he said that, I was like, okay, I, I have heard that. <clears throat> right, but um, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Just like you got the fat ones, you got the skinny ones, you got the muscular ones. Right, and they're just like people. You know, some of them may have a different walk. I'm sure the majority of them walk the same way. But right, like I said, they've caught some uh, <laughs> prints with uh, toes missing or damage to the foot, and that could contribute to a different walk. It can. These uh. I think these creatures, if they're if they're a lot like humans, then they're gonna have, you know, faults like humans. And like you said, maybe one has a thyroid problem, so it's gonna be heavier than the other one. There you go. Or maybe one's just big bones. <laughs> but, but his mom thinks he's handsome. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, <laughs> we didn't inside. go through that. <laughs> That's an inside joke, people. But uh. Yeah, I was just interested in some of the stuff they brought up. And um, they've even brought up the Thunderbird. And uh, I guess in this area that they're out that they call the Ridge, 
there's supposedly they even talked about hauntings a lot of right. stuff going on there and you know I, I believe it especially in these areas where that were settled a long long time ago because people have passed through there lived there died there whatever for hundreds of maybe even thousands of years yeah we don't know and uh, i i believe uh I don't know, uh, residual hauntings. Uh, that That's a n- whole nother topic there, though. That is. And they did they did mention, which we've heard a lot of uh, people say they also witnessed, is at the same time that they've either had a UFO sighting, it was followed by a Sasquatch sighting, and vice versa. Had a Sasquatch sighting, then they had a UFO sighting. <clears throat> and that one wasn't new to me either. I've heard that right. many times. Right, and one, of, one uh, story in particular on this documentary... There was a, a UFO in the sky, and uh, somebody had a thirty out six, and he right. started shooting at it, and then it, it changed shape into like a bright light or something. Yeah. And they said, down right below it, there's two Sasquatch making their way down a barbed wire fence. So this guy, he shot off, uh, I guess he had tracer rounds where he could see them. Right. He shot one off above their head, <clears throat> then he started shooting at them, and then they turned around and started going back to the forest. And one of them was even just watching him as he was shooting rounds, but either he wasn't hitting them or they had no effect on him. Right. No, I, I, I do remember that part too. Uh, I mean, this creature didn't even bat an eye, just like, what are you doing, you know? Right. <clears throat> that would have freaked me out. Especially you're shooting a high-caliber rifle like that at something. Most animals are going to hightail and try and take cover they're not gonna just slowly turn around and walk back to the forest they're gonna move as fast as they can right right <coughs> but that that was another one with a ufo tied into the sighting um now a lot of the these sightings like you said one happens first and the other happens second right this one was simultaneous but he said he did say after he started shooting uh, that uh ufo in the sky it just disappeared. It didn't fly away. It just disappeared. Right. Just vanished. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, um. And they got more than one documentary uh, on this Ridge series, and I think I'm gonna have to watch all of them. Yep. That's uh, some good homework. We just gotta make the time. Right. Right. But they did bring up some interesting things, you know, that other witnesses have said, and they brought up some new theories like we were just talking about that you know made me really think what's going what's really going right on here? when when he brought up the thunderbird uh, the witness said it looked like a pterodactyl something out of the prehistoric times right now i've heard other stories about uh, people seeing thunderbirds but uh some of those stories they're actual birds with feathers right not like a dinosaur skin right so. now no, that made me think i was like okay what could that be? Because, you know, we, we've heard about Thunderbird sightings like down here in, in our neck of the woods. Right. And, uh, but those were birds. So, like you said, uh, pterodactyl. You know, we always say some things are extinct, but every day they're finding new animals that we thought were extinct but aren't. Right. You know, could, could that possibly have been like a pterodactyl? Possibly. I mean... Uh... <coughs> You know, we have a, a lot of wilderness on this globe that right. no man has ever stepped foot in. Right. And and if I recall, I heard while they were filming Land of the Lost, one did get loose. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's where it came from. Or one of the Jurassic Park ones. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. 
No, it, it was interesting. I, I would like to see a Thunderbird, though. Um, we, mm. we talked to our brother, actually had a sighting down here in New Mexico, and uh, he was with our cousin. Right. And at the time, our cousin, he was, he was young. He was a small, skinny guy. And my brother was more worried about them picking him up and taking them off. Right. He said that's how big they were. Now, to see something like that would, I think it, it would uh, frighten me a little bit. You know, if a bird that big, it could possibly pick me up. Well, it wouldn't get very far in the air, but well, it wouldn't even have to pick you up. With I mean, it'd pull your eyes out, right? I, I mean, can you imagine a bird that that big with a sharp beak like that? Yeah, <clears throat> that would be no fun. It would be no fun. Um, well, I mean, I wouldn't want to be bit by a parrot. Could you imagine something that size? Right. No, a parrot or a toucan, that would hurt too, man. Yep. Take your finger off. Yeah, so. So, I don't know. There was a lot of uh, just new theories out there that I, I'm I'm not going to discredit them, but I'm definitely going to see if more people have had witnesses or sightings like they have. Uh, the hardest one I, I I thought about it for a while was the shape shifting Bigfoot. Oh. Yeah, and I I seen a video on the internet. Uh, it's been floating around. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, they start filming this this dark haired animal by a rock. It looks like it's almost in the desert. Right. And uh, they said, oh, it's moving, and uh, it looks like a like a cat laying down. But when it gets up, it gets up and walks off. Oh no, I haven't. I didn't yeah, see and that's that one. that's one of the things they they claim was they caught a shape shift. They caught it shape shifting on video. Huh. Well, but, but the video is not like I said. It's at a distance. They're trying to zoom in, and you have a black mass there. You really can't. I couldn't really tell right. what it was definitively, but I I do know that it got up and kind of went around the corner there. Well, I and I. I saw one, but the one I saw, and it was in the desert too. It was like it was just laying still, and then it kind of crawled off. Yeah, over. that's that's, it, one. that's one. Yeah, yeah it kind of like crawled off and went over the other side. Now, when I looked at that, I wish the video footage was clear. It, it was a little hard for to, for me to make out, but I know it wasn't no regular coyote or a dog. It, that I do know. Um, was it a squatch? It could have been. Like I said, I've heard uh, sightings where they were crawling basically on their belly or, you know, and, and that's kind of what this thing did. Kind of crawled at first and then just got up and... Yeah, went around the corner. Then. And it, it did move pretty quick. It did. So, but I, it wasn't a dog, a coyote or, you know, nope. some... It, it's too hard to, with that video, it's too hard to tell exactly what it was. It, 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 it was, but... I, I mean, I would have freaked out, too. I would have been like, whoa, let's get that on film. Yep. Yeah. So I, I wonder what made them people even start shooting at the take out their phone, and they said, what is that? It, it must, they must have watched it for a minute or two, enough to give them a presence of mind to pull out the phone and start videoing it. Right. Right. Well, you know, most people say when they have their squatch sighting, pulling out the phone and shooting a video is the last thing they're thinking of. Right, or usually they just happen so fast that the squatch is long gone before you even think about it. Right, uh, or you're just too terrified to think about it. Um, I don't know. There's just so many theories out there. Right, how about the, the story the guy was telling about? They said they were hopping from tree to tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I guess that's possible because I did see a picture of one supposedly sitting in a tree. Right. And and that we we brought this theory up that you know where people say we were following the footprints in the snow and they all of a sudden they disappeared. You know, well we we now know that they do get in trees. Right. And even though they're big and muscular and heavy, they you know they got primate in them according to the theory. So why wouldn't they be able to maneuver in the trees like a regular ape? Right, right. Or exactly. chimpanzee. And everyone says, well, how could that tree support, you know, something that weighs 900 pounds? Or, huh? Well, that's just the thing. We've never really weighed one, so we don't know uh, how much they weigh that, really. That's true. And these creatures, they, they're so powerful. How do, you know, maybe not all their weights focused on a branch or whatnot, you know. Right. Uh, they could be holding on to the, the trunk of the tree and... Who knows? Who knows? Low but, distribution. Right. Low, that's, that's right. Low distribution. Uh, I just know that these creatures are engineered for speed, flexibility, from what some witnesses say, and stealth. Right. So. Now, how about the, the story about the following the footprints <coughs> into a clearing? And they said it was a clearing at right. least, I don't know, 30-some feet you know, in diameter, and the tracks right in the middle of the clearing, there's no trees, they just disappeared. That's, that's what, yeah, see, there's, I don't know. There's that. I, that's, you know? There's that, and it's like, what? And, and that's not the first time we've heard of that, so. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to say. Uh, who knows? Do they know how to backtrack? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know, but, but I, I think, well, how could it just disappear? You know, some people say, oh, you know, that's where the alien spacecraft picked them up. Uh, but my thing is, uh, you know, these these creatures, they, ha they have a foul odor, which everyone says they could smell. Uh, so I don't think they're from space. No, no I, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> do they have showers in space? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We we'll ask we'll ask someone next time we go to California. Yeah, yeah. No, there's just. Uh, I mean, it's hard to believe any one theory because we just don't know enough about these creatures. Uh, no, I mean, the bottom line is until we can either be Jane Goodall and live among them to study them, or we capture one, or we're not really gonna know. Um, that, uh, you know, I mentioned the stench of uh, these creatures, but I did, and we talked about it a long time ago, maybe a few years back. I did read an article where someone said that the government did have squatches in captivity and the stenches from a gland that produces that smell that's down like by their thighs. And I thought that was interesting. I'm like, hmm. So, right. you know, do they put off a, a, like a warning stench like a skunk would? Or, you know, it's like be, before I have to rip you apart, I'm going to try and scare you away with stink. Yeah, or, you know, that, that might be it. <coughs> part of the fight or flight when they get nervous, right. maybe those glands kick in. Or, yeah, it could. It yeah, could. and, and I, I believe if I'm correct, that's when, well, according to what we read and heard, that's when the government was trying to catch one for the cloaking device. Right. Right. Or the cloaking capabilities. And lo and behold, they did develop cloaking capabilities. Uh, I've seen several videos where 
of cloaking material that supposedly the government uh, has made, and it's it's crazy. You know, I, I I've seen those too, and <laughs> I'm still on the fence because those things look too good to be true. Well, you're right. I, I recently saw one of a man holding up a big like blanket one, yeah. and he holds it. You could see half of him, and as he lifts it, he disappears. But you see like what's surrounding you. I, how that technology works is amazing. Right. If if it's true technology. If it's true. Well, I did see the other one with the Japanese soldier going through the forest. And you could make him out. That one looked like Predator. Right. You could make him out vaguely. But if you're not really looking for him, you wouldn't, you wouldn't find him. He'd, he'd go right by you and you wouldn't have even known it. And maybe that's, you know, why if these creatures cloak... Maybe that's why it's so hard to find one if you're looking for one, because they do have the capability. Uh, the other theory is that their ha- their hair uh, absorbs light, so when they get into dark spots, they basically disappear. Right. And we, we've heard all kinds of stories about them disappearing. Uh, like that one said, that one just <clears throat> kneeled down behind a bush, covered his face, and he was gone. Right. And that, that could be with the hair, too. But... Uh, We've heard other stories too. I don't know. Like I said, it's it's. it's I, I I'm not calling them a liar, but you know, some things have to be seen to believe. I agree. Believed. Yeah. Um, and I'm waiting to see it. Right. Well, yeah. we we haven't been out there in a while, but uh, we're, yeah. we're way past due on going out there. But we are overdue. But right now, there's uh, several feet of snow up there. I was watching the news, and yeah. they got another 14 inches the other night. So. Oh yeah, so we're not getting up there anytime soon. Yeah, or, or else we just won't get back. Right. But, but I did go up there mm, several years ago. Four years ago, it was after I had my encounter, and we we're driving on that road toward Los Alamos, right. and I did see footprints coming from one side of the forest over the road in over to the next and right. it just stepped over that fence but there was no place to park or pull over huh. you know i didn't want yeah. to get stuck so i saw them i even turned around and i did a loop and who knows where they're going who knows who made them right right um now we're talking in the middle of the forest yeah i don't think anyone's out there hiking at that time right and uh Thigh deep snow. Right now, you'd be crazy. You'd be crazy too. Well, I mean, we, you know, we kind of found some prints too when we've talked about this before. When we first took my dog up there, you know, my dog made a beeline for the tree line, and it's like, what's this crazy dog doing? And then after we started walking around, we saw the prints, and, and you know, they were, there was a little bit of snow melt, but they, for, for footprints, they were big. Right. Um, I don't think it was a shoe because it didn't even have the imprint of a shoe. But Right. So. And uh, th- that's what came to my mind when uh, I heard them talk about that spray so they could cast in the snow. Right. If we would have had it, we could have had some casts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been several times we could have cast prints, but I, we've never done it. So. I know. I, I yeah. I, I, what do they use? Plaster or Paris? Or? I have no idea. I know they use some kind of plaster, but I don't know if they prepare the ground with something first because mm. somebody told me, oh, they spare, spray hairspray. Or, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know, but yeah, that's one thing I've never learned how to do or researched how to cast. But 
if you know how to do it, I guess it would be valuable if you come across some prints just so you could see what those prints really are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I, I I thought overall that this documentary was pretty good. I noticed that in this series we're probably going to see a lot of the same uh, uh, witnesses uh, because I watched one prior to the one we're talking about, and it had the same people. I was like, oh, wow, this guy was in the last Ridge documentary. Right, right. And it, it was good. They had some good encounter stories. Uh, there was nothing that I thought was that far-fetched, like the chokeweed lady. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was good. It was well done. Yeah. Um, but I, I still like the small-town monsters because they actually go out looking for evidence. And if evidence is ever caught, they play it, you know, and, and that's right. that's what I like. I like those kind of documents. Yeah, no, they, 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 the, I think the ones they did in Alaska were really good. Uh, you still haven't watched that one where they start in Bailey, uh, Colorado, right? Uh-uh. You got to watch that one. That's really good. Uh, they start at that, that's, it's a Sasquatch museum, I guess. Right. And uh, it's pretty neat because they have the map and you could go talk about it tell your stories they'll put a pin on the map where you had your sighting nice nice yeah i'm gonna have to watch that one but they've done some really good uh sasquatch documentaries overall i think better than most that i've seen um and i think it's just because they're they're interested they they really want to know right you know it's it's not just a ploy to make some money on youtube or whatnot even though they're doing pretty good at that with the ad revenue i would imagine but you know someone's got to pay for their trips and and the best thing about like small town <clears throat> monsters is i haven't seen no hoaxes or anyone trying to hoax right and and the thing i like about them they're honest too they're like you know we think like when they were up in alaska and they, they heard the 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 cry they right away said you know we analyzed it right away and we think that that was a, a lynx you right know. right yeah probably crying out but as to where some people would right away just say oh, oh that's a squatch right or else if it was a squatch some people say no it can't be it's something else right yeah no so and on the evidence when they discover things i i think they're really transparent about how they disclose it and and i think it's cool but on that same point we did talk about this on the last uh podcast they did have some really good cool evidence and when they deep dived into uh some of the sounds in in the background if you got to listen but they're right there is a like a, a hauler yeah, yeah. and and kind of and we've heard something like that up in where we go yeah but uh <laughs> some of the yells we heard were a lot more clear than that oh, oh yeah a lot more clear. yeah we wouldn't have to clean it up with the no. software well it, it was like it was right next to you yeah, and, and uh, I, I have heard them where they are right next to me, and yeah, that makes you want to just leave your underwear and take off. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that what you did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, so. But you know what? That was my first experience ever. I've never even uh, researched any of the Bigfoot stuff or anything, right. so I, I didn't know to look for prints or nothing. When we went back in the morning, I just... Wanted to get my camping gear and get the hell out of there. Right. And that, and that makes sense. And that's, you know, most people that do have uh, encounters like that, that's what they do. Um, I've heard interviews with lifelong hunters that once they've had an encounter, there's no way. 
their sport of hunting is done because they're never setting foot in a forest again right. just because of what they've seen. And to me, to, to see something that frightens you that much, that's, that's an experience, life-changing experience. Right. Um, so, I, you know, I, I want to have an encounter. I don't know if I want it up close like some of these guys have had. I'll, 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 I'll take the distance where I see it walking across a field or something. Or in front of the car. Right, yeah. Even uh, though it could probably bust the windows out. Right, yeah. So that's the kind of experience I want. I don't want the face-to-face where, like my brother said, I'll fill my britches. Yeah, yeah, well... <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't get to choose. Oh, right. That's, we'll, we'll, we'll take that, it either uh, way. That's true. Um, and they say having one of these sightings is like hitting the lottery. Cause or not, being struck by lightning. Right. Not everyone gets them. Right. And uh, these people who have had multiple sightings, that's almost unheard of. It is. It is. Um, and I've, I've heard of people that have multiple sightings because these creatures, uh, there's one story I heard that, they would go out and feed them, you know, put it at the fence line. Right. And they would come and take it and, you know, they would they would interact with them, I guess, through gifting them and, and they would come and accept it and the people would see them come to the tree line, the fence line, whatever they were using. But uh, on that same foot, they did also warn saying, you know, you got to be careful because these creatures are still wild creatures. What happens one day when you no longer have anything to offer them. Right. They're, they're going to be hungry. <clears throat> they're going to be hungry and now maybe a little upset. But, you know, I, I, I do believe multiple sightings are possible. Right. Um, locations, everything. I, I believe that we stumbled in backward to a pretty good spot because... We did. We always have, well, I'd say 90% of the time we go out there, we have some kind of activity, whether it's... a we hear noises, we hear a tree knock, we hear a yell or something's thrown at us. Right. Or we, we've even smelled them. That's how close they've got. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like a wet dog. And I, I think now that uh, we pretty much laid off this summer, and that road was pretty bad, so I don't expect a lot of people have been back there. No, I don't. Maybe on our next trip, once the thaw's done and the mud's gone, we might have some good luck again because they might mm-hmm. just come up and be curious again or just stumble upon us not expecting us to be there right right we we may that may happen for us but we hope you enjoyed what we brought to you tonight and i encourage you and like i said i don't get pushed paid for pushing this content i encourage you guys go check out this uh spin-off series by small town monsters called the ridge Right. It's pretty interesting. It, it, it's a it, good watch. It's it, worth your time. It is. It is. Um, and like I said, Small Towns Monsters, they do a lot of good, cool stuff. So yeah. check it out. And uh, <clears throat> don't forget to check out our Facebook page. I just posted some pictures. Of a friend of mine, you know, gave me a little bit of feedback. I sent him some nice stickers. So, oh, nice. Cool. You know, cool. get in touch with us. Yeah, check it Give out. Give us a shout out and maybe we'll send you some too. That's right. Anyway, until next time.